the world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Hello and welcome everybody to Stars of PR with Cindy R. My name is Matthew Schwartz, I'm editor of PR News, and I'm going to be sitting in for Cindy today, and she'll be returning next week. Uh, this morning we're going to be discussing integrated communications, how PR and marketing professionals can work more closely with their marketing counterparts or non-marketing counterparts for that matter. We've got a stellar group of uh, guests, uh, PR and marketing professionals. And first up is Peter DiBrasini. Peter is Vice President of Corporate Relations of Allstate Insurance Company and he's a 30-year PR and marketing veteran. Peter is responsible for internal and external communications for Allstate and its various subsidiaries. He's also a very active member of the PR profession. He's a vice president of the Arthur W. Page Society, which represents the cream of the crop among corporate PR executives. He is also uh, co-chair of the Institute for Public Relations, which studies the public relations profession, excuse me. And uh, more locally, he's an active uh, community, active member of community affairs, serving on the boards of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Chicago the Metropolitan Planning Council of Chicago, and the Kelstat Center for Professional Development at DePaul University, among others. Peter? Thank you. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us today. Good to be with you. Okay. Uh, Peter, we've been hearing an awful lot more about integrated communications for the last couple of years. It seems to have moved to the forefront of the corporate conversation. Uh, can you, however, separate the rhetoric from the reality as it uh, pertains to integrated communications, uh, is not corporate America still, for the most part, a uh, a group of silos that are very difficult to break down? Well, I, I think that's true in any organization, uh, Matthew, but the real mantra, I guess, has become uh, a matrix view of organizations, uh, particularly as people have gone global. And so that means you... In order to get the best for the business, you can't really look at yourself as just in one silo. You've got to look at what's the best for the enterprise as a whole because what you do may conflict with what somebody else does. And I think particularly in communications, that's so uh, when you've got the, the corporate communicators or the PR folks saying something or implying something that's different from the advertising and marketing folks, then that really breaks down your image and your ability to, to attract customers and talk to other stakeholder groups. So integrated marketing is absolutely essential and I guess it comes and goes in terms of popularity, but you're right. Right now, everybody's talking about it. Okay. Uh, however, do you get a sense that integrated communications may be to uh, the mid part of this decade, what perhaps synergy was to the late 90s where uh, you couldn't uh, swing your arm without hitting someone talking about synergy and all the wonderful things it was going to bring to corporate America when we all know that synergy – of course, it still exists. It's called brand extension now, but it certainly did not live up to the frothy promises. Do you think we're heading for a similar direction where integrated communications is now the flavor of the month, if you will, and it's just more of a, a theory than an actual business practice? No, I, I don't think so. I think a lot of the synergy discussion was driven by the, uh, by the providers, uh, particularly by the PR firms and advertising agencies, as they came together inside the holding groups. They started say, well, here's a new product that we can offer. We're going to start talking synergy. 
integrated marketing is coming more, I think, from within the corporate structure where the marketing folks and the PR folks are working together uh, to enhance the ability of the business to go out and uh, keep existing customers, attract new ones, and talk in a better way to the various stakeholder groups. So it's got the potential to have a longer lifespan than the discussion about synergy. I think synergy really fell apart inside the holding companies when, because the P&Ls weren't aligned. So it was it was a good idea and it was a good conversation, but until the P&Ls get aligned, it's really hard to make happen inside the holding groups. Okay. And with regard to really getting down in the trenches, what's the best way to define integrated communications in the current climate and where the sort of macroeconomic trends are heading? Is it simply a matter of PR uh, working uh, hand in glove with uh, – the marketing and advertising counterparts, or is it, uh, or does it involve other disciplines, HR, uh, legal, finance, and on down the line? Well, in terms of integrated marketing, it's primarily the, the marketing organizations within the corporations. So in our case, it's our marketing colleagues uh, who do sponsorships and advertising and, and us here in PR, where we look after communications internally but externally all the way from marketing communications to support what they do all the way through to corporate. But when you talk about matrix, it's just as important to have the same sort of interrelationships with the legal folks and with the HR folks. So that's where I think the silos are beginning to break down, and everybody's looking to see, can we take a pan-enterprise view? But you, you're right. You really have to work at it to make it happen because everybody is really busy every day. We're all trying to do more with less. So it, it is tough to, to make it happen. But when you work on it, you can turn a four-cylinder engine into an eight-cylinder engine, and okay. then a bit of like turbocharge it as well. And, and and what are the initial steps? I mean, is it a matter of taking a baby a baby steps before you can crawl? It is, and and sometimes it's a matter of building trust as well. So I think it's got to come from within the leadership of the specific functions from the advertising and marketing folks on the one hand and the PR folks on the other, uh, working together, working out how they're going to do this and encourage their people to communicate and communicate and communicate. Uh, across the boundaries so that everybody knows what everybody else is doing and how they can make a help in, in driving the enterprise forward. And hope that there are no cowboys out there? Yeah, I, I, I think that's so. But, you know, you, uh, cowboys can be helpful because they can sometimes bring a, a creative perspective that otherwise you wouldn't see, both on the PR front and the marketing front. Uh, it's important for leaders to know when to let them have the rein and when to pull them back into the corral. Okay. And uh, with regard to uh, coming together for uh, campaigns, events, mm -hmm. et cetera, uh, the, whole, the whole idea of measurement, how do the various parties uh, agree on one method, or is it using multiple methods of measurement? Well, I, I think the most successful uh, way of doing this is for everybody to start at, at the beginning at the same place. So what we do here at Allstate is when we have joint projects like this, uh, we're in marketing strategy briefings, or they're in our strategy briefings, and we're part of their team on their part of our team. So it becomes more uh, a virtual organization than a siloed organization that we were talking about at, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And when you start at the strategic end and work out exactly what you're trying to do and what's the objective, then the measurement can be uh, developed at that point rather than trying to retrofit it lately uh, at, at, the, at the very end. So the measurement must perhaps come more organically rather than having a uh, predisposed uh, way of measuring? Well, everybody's got to agree about, you know, what are we trying to do here? What is the business objective that we're using communications to achieve? And once you know what the business objective is, 
um, then it's easy to get to measurement, I think. And with regard to integrated communications, is it ultimately a lot of wheel spinning unless you really get the buy-in from the top? And I'm talking about the tippy top, the CEO as well as board members, to really uh, believe in integrated communications and make it happen rather than just, again, talking about it, uh, having a few meetings, uh, but really not uh, uh, having what could be truly defined as integrated communications throughout the entire entity. No, do you I, need, do you I, need I, that CEO buy-in? No, I, I don't think you do need the CEO buy-in. And, and in fact, often, if, if the leaders of, of the communication functions are working together and making stuff happen, then we can collectively demonstrate to the CEO the benefit of this um, and get the encouragement and, and support at, at that level. But you don't need it to, to make it happen. I think from the PR practitioner's point of view, this is really important because, you know, as Arthur Page said, you've got to conduct public relations as if the entire company depends on it. And uh, so you've got to take an enterprise-wide view and not just a departmental view. And the more you do that in integrated marketing communications is a really good way of being able to do that, the more you can demonstrate that you're a successful part of the management function and not just somebody down in a corner that you know can be sent instructions to write a press release. Okay. And Peter, with just the few minutes we have left in this segment, can you provide... Uh our listeners with some real-world examples of, uh, of how uh, integrated communications is done at Allstate. Yeah, we, we uh, the, the PR department, corporate relations department, uh, and the marketing department, we have joint teams. We actually have a team that supports them with marketing communications. Um, we have a number of uh, teams where we work together on particular projects, and we extend that out into the 14 sales regions around the country. So we have linkage at the very top at the strategy level. Uh, we sit on the same committees, um, and, and we cross-fertilize in terms of objectives, strategies, ideas, and, and campaigns. So it, it works pretty well for us. You know, obviously, every day we strive to make it better than the day before, but, but so far it, it's uh, an idea whose time has definitely come. Sure, sure, and, and you just sort of read into my uh, next question, which is as you've been going through the process and improving processes, uh, what have been some of the lessons learned here in terms of uh, building a better mousetrap for integrated communications? You've got to make sure that you communicate at the top. You've got to make sure that the leaders are aligned uh, and then that they keep their people uh, focused on ensuring that the communications channels are up and running and, and everybody's talking to each other and playing nicely in the sandbox. Okay, and with regard to uh, larger uh, economic uh, trends, uh, uh, the hyper-competition in a global economy, uh, where do you think integrated communications is going? What is the next generation, if you will? Uh, what, if we have this conversation again in a year from now, how do you think the needle will have moved? Well, I think what people are increasingly realizing, particularly when your brand name and your corporate name are integrally linked as they are with Allstate and a number of other companies, you know, Sony would be a good example, GM currently, uh, it's really, really important to have a common face to the outside world and, and to all your stakeholder groups. So as this idea continues to evolve, there's plenty of ground to be gained without starting to look for uh, new things to go tackle and, and leaving this one behind. So I, I think more and better of what everybody's trying to do currently would be where we'd be talking about a year from now. Okay. Okay, and that's our theme song. Peter, we're going into a break. Peter DiBertini, Vice President of Corporate Relations at Allstate Insurance Company. Thank you so much for joining us. Matthew, thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. And we'll be right back. I am a 
Information you need, when you need it. VoiceAmerica.com Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com, or call 1-818-597-0700. Charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakn-rollentertainment.com. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com Your pet's body wants to be healthy. If you give them the encouragement they need and provide them the proper nutrition, your pet will find its own way to optimal health. It's about giving the body the life it needs to take care of itself. It's about veterinary rehabilitation and holistic care with Dr. Ava Frick. Heard every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Veterinary Rehabilitation and Holistic Care is a show dedicated to the health of your pet. Topics to be discussed will include nutrition, pain elimination, acupuncture for animals, and more. Provide your pet with the lifestyle it deserves. Listen to Veterinary Rehabilitation and Holistic Care with Dr. Ava Frick every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Your pet's body wants to be helped. The defendant, having been found guilty, is sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Business, sports, religion, legal, pets, entertainment. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Cleos. Call in now at 1-888-335-5204 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. And welcome back, uh... Stars of PR with Cindy R. My name is Matthew Schwartz, I'm editor of PR News. We're a weekly newsletter covering corporate communications and marketing. For more information, please go to PRNewsOnline.com. And our next guest uh, this morning is Brian Levine. Brian is PR director for Office Depot. Brian's responsible for media relations, marketing and product PR, executive communications, issues management, and employee communications, the whole lot. Brian is also uh, formerly the VP of Corporate Communications at Sony Electronics. He was at Sony for 12 years and oversaw all of Sony's product publicity, including the launch of HDTV, DVD, PC, uh, SPC, digital handyman camcorders, and uh, all the rest. Brian, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Okay, Brian, we're talking about integrated communications this morning. And uh, we've been hearing an awful lot about it uh, the last couple of years. It uh, seems to be uh, on the lips of uh, many PR and marketing professionals. Uh, but uh, many people I speak to say um, it's mostly a lot of lip motion. Uh, 
corporate America is still very much a universe of silos that are very difficult to break down, uh, not to mention the uh, uh, some of the turf battles that goes on and and all of that. Uh, can you uh, separate the uh, rhetoric from the reality when it comes to integrated communications right now? Uh, sure. I think that integrated communications is uh, really aspirational as well as realistic, and there are many challenges and opportunities that go along with that. It's true that um, uh, many large companies uh, do have silos uh, that are tough to break, and that's foremost due to uh, P&L structures, organizational structures, uh, things of that nature. But the opportunity for those companies to deliver consistent messaging to all of their stakeholders makes integrated communications really important. Okay. Um, talk to uh, uh, the challenges of integrated uh, communications. Well, as I said, in larger companies, um, companies that have uh, multiple business units and different aspects to them, including multi-channel organizations, uh, for example, Office Depot, we... Uh, do a significant amount of business at the retail level. Uh, we also have a uh, global leading e-commerce business and a contract delivery business. So it's very difficult to uh, communicate uh, your various uh, programs to each of these target audiences, to get all the stakeholders and touch point owners together uh, to rally behind a program. Um, but we have been successful uh, in a number of different instances. Uh, most recently, uh, Office Depot uh, relaunched its brand positioning under the theme of taking care of business. And I think it's a good example of how uh, companies can work together to uh, rally the, the rally the different aspects of it around a common theme. And can you take us through it? Sure. Uh, on January 3rd, uh, the company announced uh, a new tagline called Taking Care of Business. And uh, what we did to communicate that to internal and external audiences uh, was very thorough. For example, we revised our website, our public-facing website, that to reflect our new brand positioning and also developed some promotional or landing pages uh, that talked about how we're taking care of business for our customers. We also reinforced uh, our position that small business customers are our most important audience and that that was going to be our focus. And we did that through advertising campaigns as well as public relations. We also sent out uh, email blasts, uh, direct mail pieces, catalogs, um, internal communications as well, uh, intranet sites, all around this uh, new positioning uh, for us. And that uh, additionally, we developed uh, letters to various customers, vendors, suppliers, uh, notifying them of our direction. And does all this change the uh, uh, tone or distribution of budgets in terms of what advertising gets, what marketing gets, what PR gets? How does all of this impact budgeting? Well, actually, we, we work very closely. Uh, PR, as you know, typically from a corporate standpoint, does not have uh, large budgets. Um, we get our money from various business units or the marketing function. And it does, it does mean a reallocation uh, behind these major communication projects, and it means a request for money in areas that aren't typically provided, such as uh, employee activities. Um, using that taking care of business example, um, we had a whole employee day uh, to, uh, surrounding this launch. 
So the employees that entered our campus uh, the day we launched Taking Care of Business received a welcome kit explaining what uh, Taking Care of Business was all about. We had them sign a, a pledge, a large poster that said, I'm Taking Care of Business. We gave out, uh, we did a whole employee magazine, a newsletter. We created flags and other um, banners around the campus. And there was significant cost involved in that, but it was seen as an integrated effort with an overall integrated budget. And when talking about integrated communications, is it, is it important for PR and marketing managers to think this is not just about getting our message out to reporters at all, editors, etc. This is, in addition, this is about our uh, our external affairs, about keeping everyone intact, about making sure everyone is patched into our messaging. Do you think that when uh, uh, integrated communications comes into the conversation, it's more people think it's more this is all about uh, coming together cohesively to get our message out, whereas, whereas in the current climate it's just as important to have that message uh, within? Well, I think that uh, when I look at uh, the communication strategy for Office Depot and really the same approach at Sony, it was it was all about delivering a consistent message to our customers through any channel uh, that we had. I mean, we all have different stakeholders. Employees are very important stakeholders, customers, media, financial analysts. Uh, these are all different people, and you need to communicate to them in different ways, but ultimately in a consistent fashion. You also want to make sure that the experience that you're delivering is consistent and integrated. In other words, that someone that experiences Office Depot or any other company on the web gets a similar experience as to when they call in in the 800 number or they shop in a store or they uh, have a salesperson um, sell to them. So it's all about delivering consistent messaging through whatever channel you have, and that means that multiple uh, disciplines and multiple functions of the company need to work together to harness that. And for PR managers and directors, what are the best initial strategies of bringing various marketing disciplines together uh, in terms of uh, PR folks really taking the bull by the horns here and, uh, again, working more closely with advertising, marketing, et cetera? And beyond that, uh, what kind of onus is on uh, the PR professional to work more closely with legal or finance or HR for that matter? Well, I think it actually starts uh – my definition of a good PR person begins with understanding the business objectives. And uh, it's not just about being uh, writing a good press release or being able to organize an interview. To be in, truly valuable to the organization and seen as a, a very important a part of any uh, initiative, uh, the PR people need to demonstrate understanding of the business objectives, the competitive climate that we're working in, the industry issues uh, surrounding that. And once you understand the business objectives, you have a much greater feel for the impact of uh, initiative X or Y and how to communicate it. So the first rule of thumb really is to understand the business objectives and then to proactively and in some cases aggressively insert yourself in the process. Um, I think the, the function in general has come a long way in that PR people are brought in a little bit earlier into the loop uh, for different projects. But if you're not in, you have to find a way to get in the loop and to demonstrate your value by showing how to effectively communicate within an organization as well as uh, to the outside stakeholders. And what's your take, Brian, on uh, integrated communications as it relates to the uh, C-suite? 
in order for integrated communications to truly work, to truly change the corporate overall behavior, do you need that CEO buy-in? Well, I think there's two, two different ways to look at it. I think PR needs a seat at the table um, and to be closely aligned with management and uh, the direction of the company. Um, I think that's sort of a general statement as it relates to how to be successful long-term. Um, for individual initiatives, you don't necessarily need uh, C-suite uh, approval or buy-in. What you need is great project management, especially when you're dealing with uh, complicated business, multi-channel business, multiple products, uh, multiple stakeholders. You need good project management, and sometimes the lead is the PR person as the project manager, and sometimes it's an advertising, a marketing person, or uh, even a salesperson um, on some activities. But the key really is, uh, to me, is having great project management, great leadership, and having each of the, the right touch point owners in the meeting. So, for example, on, on taking care of business launch or even other initiatives that we've done recently, like our sponsorship of NASCAR uh, for the first time, we need to get everybody from the different business areas involved in the process up front, the web people, the uh, direct mail people, the retail people, uh, as well as the advertising, marketing, and PR people. And, and with, with all of these, uh, uh, again, disciplines in one room, uh, are there any, I, I would imagine, problems in terms of turf battle? No, this is my job. No, we have to. I mean, are you really fundamentally changing the entire communications process in trying to do this because the silos have been built up for so long? Uh, yeah, there are definitely silos, and I, I would say there's a lot of gray area out there. Um, but a strong communication person can, can be a rallying cry under the, under the realm of communication, meaning ultimately the success is how we communicate these initiatives to our stakeholders. So um, we have been, and, and I've been fortunate at Office Depot to have the opportunity to be influential in that regard, and it really... Uh, the gray areas can be overcome if the project initiatives are set up front, the business objectives are clear, uh, and we can help carry out those messages. Okay, and in just the uh, couple of minutes we have, uh, oh, that's our theme song. Ryan, we're going to be going to a break. Ryan Levine, PR Director for Office Depot, thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope to have you back. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. We'll be back in a moment. Cutting edge, challenging, stimulating. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E-Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment.com or call 1-818-597-0700. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rackandrollentertainment.com. 
Tune in every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time to Voice America for Talking Shriners with Brian Ching. Each week, Brian will discuss cutting-edge health programs that the Shriners provide free of charge for children with different health concerns, from severe burns and orthopedic care to spinal cord injuries, as well as let you know the importance of becoming a member to help future generations of kids. So won't you please join us for this fun and informational hour of radio with Brian Ching and Talking Shriners, every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Information you need, when you need it, voiceamerica.com. If you are a self-published author or an independent publisher, you know how difficult it is to gain maximum exposure. For the latest ways to increase publicity for your work, tune in to On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Maxine will interview thriving independent authors and give you the opportunity to call in and have your questions answered. She will also teach you fresh and innovative ways to gain more visibility and enhance sales for your book. The printed word has the ability to record culture and make history. Once again, that's On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Make your words count on voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 1-888-335-5204. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Hello and welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. My name is Matthew Schwartz, I'm editor of PR News, and I'm sitting in for Cindy this week. This week we're talking about integrated communications, uh, where it's uh, headed, where it's been. And our next guest is Jim Murphy. Jim is Global Managing Director of Marketing and Communications for Accenture, which, is, which of course is one of the world's leading management consulting and technology services firm. Firms, excuse me. Jim is a very active member of the PR profession. In addition to his role at Accenture, uh, Jim heads the, heads the company's global marketing and communications business practice, uh, comprising 400 professionals worldwide. He's also a vice president of the Arthur W. Page Society, and he also chairs the PR Coalition, uh, which is a group of 19 U.S.-based professional organizations involved in corporate communications, public affairs, and investor relations, representing more than 50,000 professionals. And Jim is a back-to-back uh, winner of the Business Market of the Year by uh, Crane's B2B magazine. Jim, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. Jim, we're talking about integrated communications today, uh, which we've been hearing a lot more about uh, in the last couple of years, on about how all the various marketing disciplines need to work together more effectively. Um, however, it still is not um, a universe of business silos out there that are difficult to break down. Can you... Talk to the uh, uh, disconnect between the rhetoric about integrated communications and what the reality is? Sure. Um, uh, I don't share the view that this is something new. Uh, this, I, this concept has been talked about for a long time. I mean, the early dialogues were primarily uh, coming out of the agencies, <clears throat> advertising agencies, when they, they saw their advertising spending going elsewhere as a business response to gathering in more services for their own delivery. Um, but there were some good intentions around it also, and I recall going back a good number of years at Y&R, Young and Rubicam, they had the whole egg concept, which is all about integrated marketing. The pause in a lot of that coming from the agency side is sort of twofold. One is that they 
they were never geared up from a business model to provide integrated uh, marketing services because they they uh, talked a very good game, but uh, they were always separate profit centers, advertising, PR, direct, brand management, et cetera, and could never get their acts together. <clears throat> Secondly, uh, integration of any marketing activity is best done uh, inside a company because of the need to have not only the external resources aligned, but also all the internals. So unless you're just talking about an individual campaign, uh, like a product introduction, um, or opening of some new business section uh, sector, uh, it's very difficult for full time for full bore integration to occur on a daily basis unless several things happen. <clears throat> the first thing that has to happen is the the uh, corporation or company who is in the marketing role has a marketing goal to it has to be organized properly internally, or it doesn't work. I've worked in organizations who have worked all, all with different models in my current one, which I've been with Accenture now for 12 years. Uh, I, have been to, I have been responsible for all marketing and all communications from the day from day one. And so I've been fortunate to work with organizations fully committed to integrating uh, all of our communications and, and marketing efforts. So we've been fairly successful with it. But you need that very crucial commitment by a company to get organized properly before this really works. Okay. And... Uh as, as compared to the agency side, how does it work in, on the corporate side? And can you talk to your experience sure. leading the charge at Accenture? First of all, you have to have a very clear business strategy about what you're trying to accomplish with your uh, you know, strategies in the marketplace. Once you have that in good shape, then you develop your marketing strategies off of that. And uh, if that's done properly, the integration of all the tools and uh, executional pieces of it comes fairly simple, simply if your organization is aligned. For example, at Accenture, we go to market through five large global operating groups, and we have directors of integrated marketing uh, in each one of those, leading the marketing communications in each one of those operating groups. Uh, they have total uh, management control over all marketing and all communications, external, internal, etc. So there's a commitment by the part of management to get this right at the outset. So if your strategies are aligned, your marketing strategies are aligned, and your implementation functions are under common management, this works pretty well. Okay, and uh, what have been some of the lessons learned in the last uh, several years uh, at Accenture in terms of integrated communications? Uh, what, have you, uh, what are you doing differently now that, uh, again, has enhanced communications in terms of working more cohesively? There are two things. Uh, one, you learn how important the strategy alignment is. Uh, that is, the alignment of your marketing strategies with your business strategies. Uh, and when you talk marketing strategies, you're also talking your sales strategies. I mean, how is your sales force or your, or your uh, client-facing or customer-facing organization uh, aligned with all this? And that, that has to happen. Secondly, you need uh, people with skill sets who can work in this environment. Uh, you just can't take an advertising specialist and drop them in an integrated marketing role and expect overnight success or a PR person for that matter. Uh, you need people <coughs> who are comfortable with all the disciplines and our experience in integrating them. And there really hasn't been an experienced track in our industry to easily get at those skills. So uh, we started to create our own uh, at Accenture because it's very, far, very hard to find people trained in the, dis in the integrated disciplines uh, ex outside the company. So we have a very large training effort, uh, beginning with our youngest professionals in marketing communications all around the integrated model. 
And if I could backtrack for a moment, Jim, with regard to working more closely with the sales field, um, how has that experience been? Uh, have you run into instances where sales, um, the sales folks say, um, you know, you're not out in the field, you don't know what I'm dealing with, and um, it's vice versa on the internal end? Because uh, as far as I understand it, that, that sometimes uh, makes for a lot of schisms. That, uh, that can happen. And how do you overcome that? Well, you, you make certain your marketing teams are deeply involved in uh, field efforts and that your marketing uh, efforts are not just limited to broad-based image building, but they're based on uh, providing sales support efforts to individual uh, business opportunities on an ongoing basis. Uh, we have uh, a model within Accenture we call either client-centric or opportunity-centric marketing, where with each client, our customer we have, and with each major opportunity we have, new business opportunity we have, not only is there a sales team there, there's a, there's a, a broader marketing-based team. We're bringing all the marketing assets to bear on that individual opportunity. And frankly, in the last couple of years, this has been facilitated uh, even more so by the Internet, and we do uh, extensive online marketing support to individual sales opportunities. And the more you do of this, the more both sides of this discussion understand how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And in the current climate with um, hyper hyper global competition, what's the best way to define integrated communications right now? Is it uh, PR marketing and advertising working hand in glove, or is it PR uh, uh, secondly working as well with legal, finance, HR, and on down the line? How are you? Do you distinguish between integrated communications that targets? external audiences and internal, or is it more holistic? Well, we look at it totally holistically. Uh, now, it depends on which constituency you're concerned with as to how much you work uh, with these other functions. Clearly, uh, the market-facing functions are deeply involved with the sales uh, uh, organization. No question about that. On the PR side, uh, where you're dealing either in crisis or on the financial community or internal, you're dealing with Different, primarily different uh, functions in sales. You're dealing, obviously, in a crisis situation, you're dealing with legal. Uh, in any uh, investor relations or analyst relations area, you're dealing with, with the finance. In any internal, you're dealing with HR. And uh, in some degree, you, may, you work with all of those and all of that, but those are the primary focus for those three different constituents. And you have to just understand that, that you, you have to work hand-in-glove with these organizations to make it right. We deploy, for example, for internal communications, professional communicators to every one of those organizations who sit next to the HR lead, the finance lead, the legal lead, to handle all their own internal communications requirements. And through that mechanism, we build very strong relationships with the other functional leaders so that when we're working together on other programs, uh, it works very well. And, and how crucial is a degree of patience by senior managers for integrated communications to come together, the whole idea that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day? Um, well, I, I, it's hard for me to answer that because we've been doing it for so long. Uh, it's sort of how we work at Accenture, and um, uh, people expect it. And uh, I don't know you need more patience than you need with any other function. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you clarify your annual objectives. Measure accordingly, and you produce accordingly. So I don't. I mean, I don't see any. Again, it's. Be, I think it's because we've been working in this integrated space for so long that mm-hmm. uh, so the patience part is, is behind us, other than just the, 
demands you have every year for results. And, and, and can you talk to the measurement aspects of integrated communications, how that is? Uh, yeah, we, we go after the, so there's two levels of the measurements. One are our results, uh, and uh, we measure in the marketing space uh, everything from brand awareness to awareness of offerings to personality traits. Uh, sensitivity on the part of our customers to what what we stand for, to lead generation, to uh, consideration that is, uh, are we on all the short list and uh, is our marketing geared to get us there, and then even preference for us as a supplier. And then we have all the sets of intermediate me uh, measurements, which has to do with how many documents get out, uh, how many you know mailings are done, how much advertising is done, what's your reach and frequency. All the intermediate measurements you'd have in all these all these various disciplines, but we pull them all together for a holistic view of them. We also measure the effectiveness of one discipline versus another, uh, PR versus advertising versus direct versus, uh, you know, online, et cetera, to make certain we're maximizing our investment mix. And is it better to have the measurement tools locked in from the get-go or when, uh, again, executing integrated communications, is it better to have the measurement uh, grow organically? Because well, we do both. I mean, we have a set of metrics we've established over the years that we that we every year will look. But we continually we continually uh, monitor that, and we'll change and adjust them as each to make certain that they're you know they're right. Mm -hmm. And oh, uh, we're going to take a short break and come right back with uh, Jim Murphy from Accenture. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn scalability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K, and R-O-L-L entertainment.com or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio, black and roll productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com This is Dr. Peter Thames. I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Seated. The defendant shall remain standing. The defendant is before this court today for sentencing, having been previously found guilty of a gun crime by a jury of his peers. Given the severity of this crime, it is the order of this court that the defendant be sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. 
A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Are you thinking of adopting a child? How do you know if you're ready to adopt? Each week, Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell will focus on different aspects of adoption that are important to you. Marty is a certified adoption practitioner and has made it her life's quest to bring families to safe and ethical adoptions. Her guests for Let's Talk Adoption will include birth parents and adoption professionals. Learn how to overcome the hurdles of adoption on Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Cleos. Call in now at 1-888-335-5204 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your question. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. And welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. My name is Matthew Schwartz, I'm editor of PR News. For more information about our newsletter, please go to prnewsonline.com. We're talking about integrated communications today, and we're back with Jim Murphy, who is Global Managing Director of Marketing and Communications for Accenture. Jim, uh, in the current climate, what are the initial strategies for PR managers and directors in bringing all the disciplines together, PR with marketing, PR with legal, finance, the whole enchilada? How do companies begin to change the equation? Well, it, you can't begin with any one discipline providing the focus if there's any bias in it. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need leadership who understands the integrated view so that the uh, various functional organizations are uh, cooperating properly. Now, having said that, of all the uh, disciplines, I find the public relations professional is most adept at this because, relatively speaking, the the public relations professional is indifferent to what tools they use, whether it's media relations or other communications, etc., whereas... Your advertising and direct marketing specialists tend to be locked into, you know, what they, the advertising tool. So if you're trying to tap into people who are best equipped to integrate, I found the public relations background is best. But the typical public relations manager, if he's just looking or she's just looking at her bailiwick in a company, is not necessarily the best person to look to for leadership here because they've already been defined as to what they do in that, in that uh, organization. So you need enlightened management to step up and identify someone who can understand an integrated approach, who can work across all lines of the business, who is respected by the line organization in terms of knowing the business well enough to provide marketing leadership. And it's just not a narrow specialist in, in one discipline. How crucial is that CEO buy-in to making integrated oh, communications crucial. happen? Very crucial because, as I said in my earlier remarks, the organizational setup is very important. And if the CEO is not enlightened or comfortable with uh, an integrated organization and sees sales, marketing, corporate communications, internal communications, all of these separate things, uh, then it won't work. I mean, it's just that simple. Okay. Uh, any uh, examples you can provide our listeners with? Uh, you had mentioned a few moments ago that Accenture has been doing this for a long time. So uh, can you provide us with some examples of how the great sure. communication uh, yeah, works at Accenture? Sure. Uh, the most prominent example of uh, success in integrated marketing at Accenture is the rebranding of the company. Uh, we had to do in a very short period of time uh, in, 
January 2001, when after three years of arbitration with Arthur Anderson, Anderson and Selding won an arbitration to be separated from uh, the Arthur Anderson organization and the Anderson Worldwide organization, which was a parent organization. And uh, the uh, crucial decision in that was separation, but the name stayed with the historical company, Arthur Anderson. So we had 146 days uh, from the time of the arbitrator's decision to January 1, uh, 010101 it happened to be, um, to find a new name for a global organization operating in 120 countries, 12 classes of trade, and uh, then launch that new name uh, with also a new positioning of the company uh, in that very short period of time. There was no other choice but to have a totally integrated effort around there or it would have failed. And uh, we marshaled every marketing communications person in the firm, along with a lot of others, uh, to do this. Uh, in about 70 days or so, we had uh, established a new name, found a new name, and had it approved. Uh, interesting process in that um, we had, uh, I think, 2,700 named candidates to start with. Excuse me, we had over 5,000 named candidates, 2,700 generated by our own organization, uh, and only 10 of them passed the screening for it. trademark usage, uh, appropriateness and language, fit our positioning. So we, like, through all that process, trying to name what we were reminded, trying to name a global organization today is almost impossible because of all the conflicts around the world with trademarks and things. So we had 10 candidates now that we selected Accenture. Mm -hmm. And then we went forward with relaunching the company, essentially, around the Accenture name, and we had to change, uh, you know, signs, uh, databases, uh, calling cards, advertising. Uh, I think we had something like 150,000 separate acts we had to take in that period of time to change it. We had no ability to to gradually get into it. We had to have a cutoff on January 1 totally. So we had to change everything in the company at, at that date. And in many ways, we were, the marketing the great marketing team ran the company for a couple months just to get all this done. And with such a tight squeeze on the timeline, were the, were the bigger stumbling blocks internally than externally? Uh, you know, actually, uh, the only, I mean, in one sense, time was a big stumbling block, but it's also time was our friend because uh, we had to do this by January 1, and so the whole organization was behind us. Uh, there was no legal choice even. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like some manager somewhere saying, well, this doesn't really work in my part of the world. You can't do it here. There was mm -hmm. no advice about that. So we had time working for us. We had management behind us because they had been legally mm -hmm. uh, dictated. And so, uh, uh, you know, we just actually, it was surprisingly easy in one sense mm -hmm. because we had all these forces that gave us no choice. I was about to ask, is that, is that part of the solution of, of uh, yeah, facilitating you, integrated yeah, communication, yeah, giving yourself yeah, deadlines, even if they're artificial? If you have to change the name of a large company, from based on my experience, uh, go find a legal reason to have to do it by a certain date. Mm -hmm. It's done very efficiently. Because I've been in other name change situations in my career, and these things drag out. There's a thousand reasons why it doesn't work in this city or in this industry, etc., and no one wants to do it, and uh, it's mm -hmm. corporate giving me help I don't want, all that kind of stuff. So. Mm -hmm. and, and a previous guest, uh, guest said part of the problem with enhancing integrated um, communications is that uh, the way organizations are set up structurally, uh, P&Ls, why not uh, change 
those aspects to uh, facilitate integrated communications. We're living in a different world now. If the guy doesn't, if the guy down the road doesn't steal your lunch, the guy in Munich might. Um, why not start to try and change these structures operationally so so it makes things easier to integrate communications? Is that is that something that is just too Herculean a task at this point for corporate America? Well, I mean, we've done it, so it's hard for me to say why not. Uh, you know, well, why do you th- why do you, but why do you think other companies are resistant to these kinds of changes that, again, will facilitate and enable integrated communications, both internally and externally? Well, at Accenture, we have one name, one brand, a master brand, and we are in a category that, uh, although it's maybe hard to define uh, in ways that people easily understand what we do, uh, it's it's a group of services that are related. If you're uh, a company that has multiple brands, multiple divisions with different names, different businesses, it's a little more complicated. But even with, having said that, within each brand or in, in, within each division or company or sub, subsidiary, there should be an integrated marketing view. Uh, and that's all about management, understanding the power of it. But you have historical turf issues. Uh, you have skill sets that aren't there. I mean, uh, the point I made earlier, uh, these disciplines – except for PR, really don't train you for broad-based, broad use of various tools. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so there's, there's very few people who understand this well enough to do it well and be able to sell it well mm-hmm. in terms of results to senior management so senior managers will accept it. And if, and if senior PR execs can toggle back and forth, do have that discipline, um, what's what's the best way of... of, of you know, spread, spreading the uh, spreading the sunshine. Uh, uh, well, when you take the logic to get, if you start with a business strategy, you work up a marketing slash communication strategy, and then you show the power of consistent messages, uh, the power of a, of a uh, single-minded brand, the power of measuring uh, the experience of your clients or customers uh, in terms of all the contacts they have with you on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Packaging that and bringing it back to management, it's a very logical story. I mean, it's almost, you can almost not argue against it. I mean, who wouldn't say let's marshal all our resources against common goals? I mean, it's, it's almost idiot. I mean, it's almost, you have to be brain dead not to, not to get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But it's and, all the history and, and, and turf stuff that gets in the way at times. And to your point just a second ago, Jim, do you think that companies that that fail to truly integrate communications in the uh, years ahead. When you when you take a look at macroeconomic trends, are ignoring this, are ignoring integrated communications at their own peril. I mean, uh, do, do these companies really put themselves in jeopardy unless they start marshaling all their resources into a singular focus? Well, certainly they suboptimize. Uh, I'm not saying that companies are going to fail because they don't embrace an integrated view. Uh, but they do sub-optimize. They're probably leaving a couple margin points of uh, bottom-line profit on the table if they don't. Uh, they're probably not going to be leaders in their categories, uh, at least brand leaders in their categories, without doing it. And they probably won't be as good as others in introducing new products or services. But I'm not saying they're going to fail over it. They, you know, it's just less efficient, less, less successful. Okay. And, uh, Jim, in the last couple of minutes uh, we have... Uh, uh, what's the big picture here on integrated uh, communications? Uh, well, I think that... Uh, where's the pendulum swinging? I think on the corporate side, uh, organizations are are really uh, getting a handle on it better than in the past. And interesting enough, the Internet 
uh, has facilitated a bit of this. And just take your simple website, corporate website. For the first time, um, companies with corporate websites have to bring together their entire story about their business in one place. And if you don't have an integrated approach, you are in chaos. Okay. Total okay. chaos. Okay. And so that's that's one example of where it, where it comes to life in an effective way. And the most powerful website creates a fully integrated view. Okay. And on that note, uh, we are out of time. Jim Murphy, Global Managing Director of Marketing Communications for Accenture. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your comments, and we hope to have you back. Glad to do it. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. And thank you all for joining us. Stars of Cindy, stars of PR with Cindy R. We'll be back next week with our fearless leader and host, Cindy Rackwood. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rackwood. Stars of PR. We'll see you next week.